one that was a favorite of mine. It was podcast from Pop Up Archive. Hello. <laughs> high is a different thing for different folks. I don't smoke pot, but I'm awful high tonight. <clears throat> I'm high because uh, Champaign Urbana Northeast End is in the process of formulating a welfare rights organization. That means that poor people are going to finally get some political pull in this community. This is Elsie Easley speaking in 1971 at the University of Illinois. She's a community organizer talking to social work students about welfare, specifically the challenges of people on it. And she starts with a story about welfare checks, like ADC, which stands for Aid to Dependent Children, because at this time, the majority of welfare recipients were single moms. This past Thursday, seven ADC checks were stolen off of a mail truck. The Department of Public Aid did not notify those recipients about their checks being stolen. When Easley found out that the government aid checks were missing, checks meant for single moms and families to pay for food, rent, and transportation, she invited people to her home to collect emergency groceries. I uh, got the people there mainly to distribute the food, and it was to take place at 1 o'clock, 1.30, where the, we ended up there until 6. And the people felt that that food just weren't enough for them. They wanted to do something else. So they went down to the Department of Aid to demand checks and respect. Poor people are not regarded as important in the society. This is Dr. George Wiley. He founded the National Welfare Rights Organization and shared the stage with Easley at the University of Illinois. What they're talking about isn't just welfare rights, it's human rights. When you need ADC recipients to clue you in on poorness, we do now have a local welfare rights organization that will, will be able to teach you something that Jane Adams ain't going to teach you because James Adams School of Social Work don't know nothing about poorness. They don't know nothing about hungry babies because they ain't never been on the north end of Champaign or been and seen any. Nobody seems to be worried about the fact that most of you in this room are living off the public dole. You are being subsidized by the state of Illinois to go to school. So all you people here are welfare recipients living off the fat of the land in the state of Illinois. But nobody is saying you're a chiseler and a cheater. Wiley talks about these contradictions, and he says that the public rationalizes them by mythologizing this idea that there are so many capable people on welfare who could have a job if they really wanted to. Now, welfare has always been inadequate for poor people. The welfare bureaucracy has always been there clamping down and harassing them. Welfare system has always destroyed the dignity of poor people. The welfare system has always destroyed initiatives of poor people. And the welfare system has always been constructed in such a way as to be destructive of family life. These points fueled the welfare rights movement a movement whose leaders were primarily African-American women. 
By this time in 1971, the National Welfare Rights Organization had thousands of members in 400 cities in all 50 states, all of them fighting for two things, money for their basic living necessities and dignity. The NWRO went on to influence policy on local and national levels. Today, an agency can't ignore someone who hasn't received their benefits. I don't know where Elsie Easley is now. If she's alive, she's not easy to find on the internet. But this change is because of her and thousands of African-American mothers who made the welfare system, though still flawed, a lot easier to deal with in the future. The archival audio you just heard is from the legendary Illinois Public Media Archive. This episode of Popcast was produced by Liz Pfeffer, that's me, and you can find it and so much more on popuparchive.com.